Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. friends and welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs and it's great to be with you once again. How y'all doing out there? Let's jump right into it today. Uh, just thank you. Thank you for all of those that are listening. Thank you for making it a priority to jump into the podcast or the video cast being with me. And a uh, great day here in Sarasota, Florida. Beautiful morning, a little crisp, a little cool. Uh, no snow, no ice. Thank you, Jesus. But let's jump right into it. Uh, I always like to start out with the word. I want to give you a great word today. Hebrews chapter 10. If you've got your Bibles out there, I'm going to be reading out of the New King James Version. And I want to be speaking to you for the next few minutes uh, concerning no more passivity. We're going to go strong and we're going to go hard today. And that's no surprise. You're on the torch broadcast, so you understand Here's some good news. You ready? Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 through 39. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. That's right. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he, who's that? That's King Jesus. He is coming. He who is coming, he will come and he will not tarry. Now, now the just shall live by faith. And if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Man, that is a strong word. But we are not those who draw back to perdition, but we are those who believe to the saving of the soul. Isn't that a good word? Friend, do not, wherever you're at, do not cast off your confidence in this hour, which has such great reward before the Lord. The Lord loves to be believed. The Lord loves faith. Say that. My God loves faith. My God loves when I believe him. Father loves when his children just believe him with the purity of heart. But look what it says. It says, and now the just shall live by faith. We don't live by what we see in virtual reality. We're not trapped in virtual reality. We're not trapped in what is seemingly in the natural realm, the chaining of of being a prisoner or in slavery or in bondage once again in the United States of America. Absolutely not. We don't receive it. The just shall live and walk by faith. So I want to encourage you today. And um, I just want to go right into prayer as we spend the next few moments together. And Father, we we just thank you. We thank you, Father, in this crucible hour that you are warring for America. That's right. You are warring for America, Father. You are exposing You are rooting through the belly of the beast that has been destroying 
our nation for decades, Father. And Father, we decree you will deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. Lord, these are very dark days. But we decree that the light of your face, the radiance of your face shall be shining upon the United States of America. And Father, we thank you even now for releasing your archangel, Michael, and your angel armies to war for us. You are the God and the Savior of America. Jesus, you are the shepherd of the nations. You are the king of the earth. You shall have the nations as your inheritance. You asked your father. Your father said, son, ask of me, and I shall give you the nations as your heritage, as your inheritance. Lord, we decree together your ecclesia, your church, your body in the earth realm. We declare the nations are yours and the harvest is yours. And Lord, this land that you have, we have made a covenant with you. You have made a covenant with us. We decree today, America shall be saved in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I want you to look at a passage of Scripture. It's out of the book of Amos concerning the plumb line that is in God's hands. This is Amos chapter 7. I'm going to be reading uh, out of verses 7 and 8 out of the New King James Version. And it says, this is what he showed me the Lord standing by the wall that had been built true to plumb. Look at those words. The Lord is standing by the wall that had been built that is true to plumb with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord asked of me and said, what do you see, Amos? A plumb line, I replied. And then the Lord said, look, I am setting... Hear this, I am setting a plumb line among my my people, Israel, and I will spare them no longer. See, folks, when God, I'm not going to go into the depth of the book of Amos right now. I just want to use this to begin to chisel out where we're heading concerning today. Our subject matter, again, is no more passivity. When God said that he is setting and establishing a plumb line, among his people. This is where God is, he's, he's declaring an end to uh, their attempts to justify their own crooked ways or their own cup of iniquity. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Right now, we see in our nation leadership that is trying to justify their own crooked ways, their own cup of iniquity their own deception, their own lies. But God is dropping in the plumb line, weighing them out in the balance. The Lord, see, when, he, when, when the Lord came to Amos concerning this, what was happening? The Lord was setting the standard. God doesn't neg- negotiate with his own laws. He doesn't negotiate with his own laws. The Lord is the one who sets the standards. And let me tell you right now, My friends, you cannot dupe the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth. He does not change with all the whims of culture and society. 
In fact, Numbers chapter 23 and 19, it says that God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make good on it? God is not a man that he should lie. Look, what, what is in debate right now it really isn't the word of the Lord or even the prophets. What is in debate right now is actually the faith of God's people to cling to the word of the Lord for this crucible hour. God's moral law is the plumb line against which we determine right and wrong. Just as a carpenter would drop a plumb line, it's not subject to the carpenter's opinion or the carpenter's frustration. So God's moral standard is not subject to the opinions of man. See, the true wise, the true wise are the people who align their lives according to God's plumb line rather than trying to move it or us trying to satisfy our own agendas. We see that all the time. People will always try to move the plumb line to satisfy their own agendas or their own lust or their own pri priority. Yet God's the one who drops the plumb line and says, no, here is the standard. The Lord is the standard bearer. The word of the Lord lives forever. He's the standard bearer. The word of the Lord remains true forever. Are you hearing me? That's right. Now, what we observed yesterday on Capitol Hill, my, 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 what we observed on Capitol Hill yesterday is the wolves, the wolves of Washington, D.C. in this impeachment. I'll tell you, I, right now I hear the echo of Kim Clement's prophecy in my heart and my mind. My wife and I were talking about it once again, as we have for many weeks, months I hear the echoes of, of Prophet Kim Clement, who's, uh, who's in the, the cloud of witnesses in heaven right now, but though he is dead, he's yet speaking. I remember him prophesying, they shall cry out and peach and peach, but nay, no. I want you to stop and I, I want to ask you a question today. Listen to my question. What miracle wonders is God? are we about to behold right now here by Almighty God in America? Think about that. That's right. Think about that. What miracles, what mighty wonders are we about to behold by acts of God over America? Because his ecclesia has been engaging in this day and night and night and day. Now, yesterday we, we watched... We watch these lawless minions just marching forward in their twisted quest and their, their total obsession, total obsession for dominance and their takeover, their blind guides. That's right, blind guides descending into their own black hole today. But what's interesting is our founding fathers, thank God for our founding fathers of America, they gave us grave warnings of the wolves, the wolves that would try to devour the very sacred pillars of our Constitution, the sacred pillars of this great America, the integrity, even the integrity of a proper and lawful process of impeachment. Now, this is, hear me out there, friend. 
this is not just a, a chess game of sinister theater, okay? This is witchcraft. This is blatant spirit of Jezebel, witchcraft, willful deception to try to rule over the souls of America. And their obstinacy right now is sickening. Their corruption, it's vile. It's out there for everybody to see. They have a battering ram right now of propaganda against our nation. And, and the media, the false prophets of Baal, the media is never ending. It's so clear to see. It's clear to discern in this hour. And make no mistake about it, folks, these bloodthirsty fools, they're going to be held accountable. That's right. They're going to be held accountable. There ain't anything that you can hide from the eyes of God. You can try to suppress it all you want in the earth realm. But let me tell you, you can't dupe the Holy Spirit. You can't dupe the eyes of God. Now, we the people, <clears throat> we the people elected Donald John Trump as our commander in chief for a second term. That's clear. He has committed no crimes and they know it. Oh, you better believe it. They know it. They're furious. They've thrown everything they can against this man. I, I just can't even imagine the level of warfare that he's been standing up underneath. And I've said it, I've said it many times before. I'll say it again. <clears throat> without, without the very grace and hands of God on his life and the praying church surrounding him, releasing the grace of God, holding his arms up, strengthening him in his spirit and in his soul. He wouldn't even have, have survived this long. That's a miracle from God, a miracle from God. He's committed no crimes. They know it. They simply refuse his leadership. They just simply refuse the gift that he is to our nation right now. And I'll tell you what, um, they are afraid of him. Let me say it to you very plain, folks. The corrupt are very afraid in this hour, and they should be. Oh, you better believe it. They should be. Why? Because the retaliation of all the Trumpsters? No. No. Because their cup of iniquity has become full. And God's going to deal with them. We're going to see acts of intervention of God that I believe are going to be so terrifying it will put the fear of God back in the United States of America and it will resound, resound throughout the nations of the earth. People are going to behold the hand of God in this hour. You watch it. It's coming. I'm going to say it again. There is nothing hidden from before the eyes of God. Men can try to suppress it all they want. Whatever, God knows what's already established in the heavenly realm. He sees it all. He knows the truth. What has to be established in the earth realm is what God already knows to be truth. See, this impeachment, this impeachment is a betrayal of the United States. No matter how many corrupt politicians try to stand in the way, right there in the House of Representatives, they stood yesterday denouncing our, our president with false claims, more hypocrisy. It doesn't matter how many of these corrupt politicians and these clowns do this, my friend. It will not make them true. It will not make them true. These people are not courageous patriots. They're ravenous wolves. 
And I'll tell you what, like you, and I know the listening audience of the torch, like you, I am absolutely outraged by their contempt. And hit and history, history and justice will condemn their deceptions and their wickedness. Now, the spirit of Jezebel, <clears throat> that's right, the spirit of Jezebel, it is going to be met. It is going to be met and dealt with here in the United States of America. I believe the Spirit of God is rooting through. We like to say around here, God is not in our detail, or excuse me, the devil, <laughs> excuse me, the devil's not in our details. God is in our details. He's in the details of saving America right now. He is rooting through the belly of the beast right now to deliver us from evil, my friends. That's where we're at. Jezebel's going to be dealt with. Now, one of the spirits that's leading the group that's trying to destroy our very country right now is the spirit of Jezebel. And it can be clearly seen in the scriptures as the spirit is a hater of God and it's a worshiper of Baal. It's an immoral spirit. It's a seductive spirit. It's a manipulating, masquerading spirit. It's very controlling vicious and it will not quit until it has what it wants and we're watching in this hour a people that are totally being driven driven by demons and if Jezebel does not have full control that spirit will do everything possible to destroy anyone in its way to have its dominance now in scripture we're going to look at a scripture in 1 Kings 21. In scripture, this Jezebel spirit, it's motivating a woman named Jezebel to literally kill the prophets of God, promote the prophets of Baal. But this is a demon god, little g. Jezebel was a demon god who, among many things, particularly, it loved child sacrifice. That's right. Think of the bondage that has happened in the United States of America since 47 years ago, the year of my birth, 1973, the year of my wife's birth, my birth, 1973. Think of the bondage, think of the slavery, think of the blood and the iniquity that has been poured out in this nation that has caused such an epic curse on the United States of America since 63 million babies, destinies, little lives, purposes. Think of all that we've lost. Think of all the gifts that our nation has lost because of this kind of desecration. For those of you listening, I'm just taking a sip. Those of you watching, grab your coffee. That's, a, that's not coffee, actually. 1 Kings chapter 21. <clears throat> we learn about the story of a, a destruction of a man's inheritance. This is such a tragic, tragic story. It's the destruction of a man's inheritance, and it's all tied to what his father had given him as an inheritance. It was land that Jezebel desired, that Jezebel had set her sights on because Ahab wanted it. 
And she was going to stop at nothing to make sure that Ahab would be able to possess this land. And in 1 Kings, we learn about this story. Jezebel's husband, we know, is Ahab. He wants the vineyard belonging to Naboth. Excuse me. Now, Naboth, he wouldn't sell the vineyard to Ahab. And here's the reason why in 1 Kings chapter 21 and verse 3, Here's his response to Ahab. Ahab's trying to, to get him to yield over the land, yield over the vineyard. Ahab loved the land, but here is Naboth's response. He says, the Lord forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Now, hear this prophetically today, my friends, those of you that are listening. The Lord forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. Now, if you know the story, which I'm sure you do, Jezebel had Naboth murdered. She took the land. She presented it to Ahab. Now, don't don't miss this. God was so furious, so furious over the act of Jezebel having Naboth killed Because of him saying, no, I will not relinquish my inheritance. I cannot give over the inheritance that my father passed down to me. I'm unwilling to yield that to you, Ahab. Now, Jezebel has him killed, but God is furious, furious over this act and sends the prophet Elijah now to prophesy against Ahab and Jezebel declaring their destruction. Now, I hope you're listening out there prophetically. If you're here on the torch, you cannot help but see the prophetic parallels. They're so sobering. They're so striking. The spirit of Jezebel has determined to take America away from us, which is our inheritance from our fathers. I'm going to say that again. The spirit of Jezebel has determined to take away America as an inheritance to us from our founding fathers, our patriots, the ones that founded this great land of freedom for pure worship unto God. They fled Great Britain. They fled them, why? For religious freedom, so that they could pass down the inheritance of pure worship unto God. But every one of us understand out there, the spirit of Jezebel, it is determined determined right now to take away the inheritance of our fathers. And this spirit, listen, this spirit will do anything it can to succeed in this. It'll use every level of seduction. It'll use every level of defamation. What what is defamation? That is speaking lies or creating a cloud of lies over an individual so that everyone believes those falsehoods all the while they're not true. That's what defamation is. The spirit of Jezebel will use every level of seduction, defamation. The the spirit of Jezebel will use deception, immorality, sex. That's right. It'll use child sacrifice. Let that land on you right now. It's what we've been seeing in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. Human sacrifice, child sacrifice, abortion, murder. This spirit will use anything and everything it can at its option. 
But what is terribly sad in this hour is the passivity, the total passivity of a weak and compliant church in America that has enabled this. So, and you may, oh, what do you, what do you mean, Brian? We've enabled this. Stay with me. We have been so silent. We've been so compliant. We've got to repent of this, my friends. And the book of Revelation, book of Revelation chapter 2, God rebukes the church in Thyatira. It's found in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 2. Why why does Jesus rebuke the church of Thyatira? Now, remember, the church unfolding, the seven churches that Jesus is rebuking there in the book of Revelation is not only for that age and dispensation, it is an unfolding of the spirit of the church throughout all generations leading to the culmination of the end of the age before Jesus comes and establishes his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 20. He rebukes this church for tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. Now notice it's the spirit of Jezebel. Listen what Jesus said. He's not talking about the woman Jezebel. The woman Jezebel from the Old Testament, she or yeah, from the Old Testament, she's been long and gone forever and a day. He's talking about a spirit that is warring against the church and against nations. Listen what he says. Yeah, actually yesterday my friend Dutch Sheets on his Give Him 15 and those of you that have not downloaded Give Him 15, you can go there every day for a fresh word. Give Him 15. You can find that on that website. You can go to Dutch's website. You can find that on Facebook. Of course, we're being majorly censored right now. You can find it on YouTube. But one of the things, I remember, one of the things that Dutch brought out yesterday, he said that the Greek word tolerate, it it does not mean uh, partner with or even to excuse the activities of. Dutch said this, he said, the word tolerate means to leave it alone. Oh my gosh. He, Jesus rebukes the church for tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. What's he saying? He says, you're not just compliant with it. You are just leaving it alone. You're just being silent. You're just leaving it alone. That's exactly what the church in America has done. It's like we put our heads in the sand. It's like we act like this evil doesn't even exist. We just leave it alone. We just hope that it goes away. And frankly, my goodness, I mean, many have done this in our elections right now. They just, Christians just decide, well, we're going to stay out of politics. We're just going to leave it alone. Jesus is rebuking them. You have tolerated the spirit of Jezebel. You just decide, "Ah, I'm going to leave it alone. Now, I know what I'm talking about, friends. I'm not guessing at this. I've traveled to so many, many churches throughout the United States of America. I've had pastors tell me, leave politics alone, Brian. Just preach the word. Leave those politics alone. Just preach the word. My response to them is that what what they think is political issues are actually biblical issues issues that God has set his heart and he has set his eyes upon them and he hates 
abominations. Oh, but Brian, Brian, don't mention abortion in your message. Don't talk about that from our pulpit. Don't mention the LGBTQ. I'll tell you why, because they're afraid that they're going to lose people. Let's just say it like it is. They are such cowards. They're afraid they're going to lose people. They're afraid they're going to lose money, especially they're afraid they're going to lose their influence. I ask you, my friend, whose platform is it anyway? That platform doesn't belong to any pastor. The platform belongs to the Lord, the commander in chief of the armies of heaven. We are the under shepherds to bring the messenger, to bring the message and the word of the Lord without any compromise and complacency. But yet we've yielded to such passivity in this hour and we have bowed down at everybody's demand. Why do you think we're in such trouble in the United States? The good news is, is God's going to deliver us from this. And God's going to bring us what we truly do not deserve. God is going to bring us into the greatest outpouring of the Spirit of God beyond anything we've ever seen. A historic, global awakening. The greatest revival on planet Earth. Wow. Wow. I'm going to quote Dutch. I wrote this down earlier today in my study. He said, sadly, for some, it is worse than that. They would rather allow a Jezebel spirit to operate and rule in our nation than for God to use a person with an immoral past. Who's he talking about? He's talking about President Trump. It's plain to see. So many Christians just lay down so limp, so weak, so impotent. They'd rather have a spirit of Jezebel ruling our country than God use a person with an immoral past, but whom God is using in an incredible way. You know what that is? They're completely blinded by a, by a religious spirit. God has used President Trump in the most profound profound way yet the church can't even stand up and give a golf clap they're just silence passivity asleep my friend listen <clears throat> i hope you're hearing this today the spirit of jezebel is ruthless ruthless you know what ruthless means it means having or showing no pity no mercy no compassion for others that's exactly what it means. When I think about President Trump and I think about how God has used him, I, I think about how God's used him to stop the progressive momentum of Jezebel, to take our inheritance from our founding fathers that has been given to us. Man, he has stood by the church so faithfully, stood by the church so faithfully, stood with Israel. Oh my gosh, I, I remember when we moved our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. My son's in the studio with us today. We stood at the embassy right after it was open in, in downtown Jerusalem and our team of 40 that my wife and I took. Incredible, incredible, moving. Man, he's fought against globalism. He stopped ISIS. He's fought for the unborn fought for Israel, fought for the church, so much more. God's been using him. 
in the most extraordinary way because it's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Why? So that Jezebel doesn't have a total takeover of the United States of America. But I'll tell you plainly, Jezebel was on full display yesterday on Capitol Hill. Man, oh man. I want to make a bold declaration today on the torch. We're just about ready to wrap it up. I want to make a bold declaration to all of our friends, all of our friends throughout the country, our friends in this region, right here in Sarasota, Jezebel's fate has been sealed. Jezebel's fate has been sealed. And her attempt to steal America from us, it will be destroyed. All of her immorality, her hatred of God, exalting other gods, the slaughter of our children, it's going to come to an end. I am declaring in my lifetime we will see abortion abolished from the United States of America. And the spirit of Elijah and Elisha and Jehu, it is in the land. Who's that? That's the rising ecclesia. It is the church that Jesus is building that the gates of hell will not prevail against. And right now we see it manifesting in the apostolic, in the prophetic company, the determined intercessors, the watchmen, the warriors, the followers of God in this hour. We are going to rid our nation from this spirit and we're going to see righteous judgment, righteous government raised up in our land. I'm about to close, and I just ask you to just stop and pray with me before I let you go. Again, I want to thank you so much for being with us at The Torch. Father God, we come together. We yield ourselves to you, Father. We come into agreement with heaven. We thank you for the access that we have before your holy throne. Father, we ask you to forgive us. We ask you to forgive the church for passivity for tolerating this spirit. Father, today we boldly decree that this evil spirit that has been released into our government, it will be exposed, it will be uncovered, that this belly of the beast shall be judged and it shall be removed. Father, teach us to continue to pray in the spirit and with prophetic intelligence, with prophetic insight, Father, for our president and the religious leaders in America as they rise up against the Spirit right now. And Father, we pray for godly leaders in the church that they will make a bold, uncompromised stand in this hour. Father, that we will see churches erupt and ignite an unprecedented revival because the voice of the Lord is being heralded again. Father, we, we ask you to forgive us as the American church for tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. Our passivity, our complacency, leaving the spirit alone. Lord, we renounce this. Lord, we renounce it. We, we repent for allowing this to be entrenched in our land. In Jesus' name. Lord, we are determined. We set our face like a flint today. We declare this shall be removed from our nation. You will deliver us from evil. 
And Father, I thank you that you are bringing us into the greatest awakening, the revival above all revivals, one that will awaken us from our own slumber, our own self-denial, our own compromise, Lord. Give us a spirit that says no more passivity, no more comp compromise, no more tolerance to this in Jesus' name. And finally, Lord, we pray for President Donald John Trump today in the midst of just epic demonic warfare. Lord, we ask that you give him great grace in the valley of decision right now that he would heed your word, Lord, that you would put him on like a glove, like Gideon, that, Lord, he will fulfill his assignment, his divine assignment for our beloved America right now. We call on you, Lord, to sustain President Trump in the name of Jesus. Mm. Mm. One more thing. Let's, let's pray this together. Father, you are our loving, covenant-keeping Father. You are warring over this nation. Lord, we decree and declare you will finish what you have started, Father. You will finish what you have started and that you are warring over America. You will deliver us from this evil. And Lord, you have determined, you have already determined, it is set. You are bringing us into revival and the greatest harvest. We decree this today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Look at our close. I want to encourage you. Make sure you download our Victory FLA app, Victory FLA. It's our app. You can download that on all the streaming platforms. Go there today. Find it. We have tremendous resources that we're offering and so blessed that we can in this hour. Also, those of you that would like to give to this ministry, you can go to Victory FLA. That's for Florida, obviously. VictoryFLA.com. You can give there safely and securely. We never ask people to give on social media. We don't ask people to give on Facebook. We don't do that. We send everyone to our website. And, um, of course, our Light the Fire ministry partners around the country, we want to thank you. You can become a brand-new partner with us. And, really, Light the Fire Ministries and Victory, a church of His presence, are congruent, one and the same. And I think most of you listening out there understand that if you've been connected with our ministry for any time at all. Listen, keep the fire burning. Be strengthened. One more time. I just looked over and saw this. Therefore, do not cast off your confidence, which is of great reward. Hallelujah. That is so good. The just shall live by faith. Listen, I like to say this a lot because the Lord said it to me. Son, the future does not belong to the God-haters. The future does not belong to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous. And God's righteous are bold as lions. Listen, we love you. Thanks for being with us on The Torch. We'll see you next episode. Be blessed. Thank you.